When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday, where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hello, Steph. Hi, Laura. How are you feeling? Um, Not wonderful, but I don't have COVID, so that's a plus. You don't have the C word. That's always a plus when nobody wants the C word. No, I feel like now it's um, like, I don't even care if I'm sick. Just hopefully I don't have COVID. (laughs) (laughs) so I will just warn you guys we talked about canceling this week's episode because today was kind of the only last chance we had to record and I'm not feeling great but I was like no even if it's a short episode let's pump one out out to you and so if this ends up being kind of short and not the best episode sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) this is what you get when one of us isn't feeling 100 percent yeah so it sucks because like Friday morning well, Thursday night, like right before bed, I had told Jeff, I was like, I kind of feel like I'm getting like a little bit of a sore throat. I just kind of, you know, when you just kind of start feeling lousy and he's like, that sucks. I hope you're not getting sick kind of thing. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like full blown, like congestion, kind of coughing, sore throat. And I was like, shit. So immediately I start going to, um, look for, to go take a test. And I can't find like anywhere with appointments available. Like I didn't realize like, cause last time I went and got a test, it was with Kaiser. Well, my insurance with Kaiser ended two days prior and I'm still waiting to get all the info. I don't like know anything about like, I've signed up for my new insurance. I had signed up for it just like the day prior. So I was like, this is like the worst timing. Like, <laughs> I don't know even like, where do I go? Like, who do I see? Like, I don't know any details with my new insurance. So I'm like, shit. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like texting you. Cause I'm like, if anybody's a pro at <laughs> getting, me. getting a, a COVID test, it's stuff. She knows all the scoop. <laughs> and so I'm just like looking everywhere. And the soonest I can get it is like Sunday. And I'm like, this sucks. And then I'm just like Googling like free COVID tests in California. And I end up finding this like random, like place that had appointments available. Um, not that far from us. And so I went, took it, it was like, so shady and janky in the back of a parking lot. And I like sent you a picture and you're like, yeah, they're always shady and janky. Unless you go to like a CVS or a Walgreens, like, yeah, for sure. They are super shady. Yeah. It was just like an easy up in the back of a parking lot. And there was like the nurse there and like, everyone's just kind of like 
lined up and um so yeah and then it was like okay you'll get your test results by 9 p.m tomorrow and I was like okay I got my I didn't get my results until 8 30 I was oh my gosh I was super annoyed and I felt bad so Jeff had a um he was supposed to have a Christmas party last night and um if I didn't have COVID he was gonna still go but if I did have COVID he obviously wasn't but because he didn't get the results, he just didn't want to take the chance. So I felt super bad because he was going to be seeing like a lot of coworkers he hadn't seen in like a long time and stuff. So I felt Aww. bad, but, um, you I guys did, get did my... the right thing though. Yeah. So I was like, Matt, so I, I missed, we were supposed to have like a holiday party for the group we volunteer with. It was like our Christmas party Friday night, had to skip that. And then like yesterday you had a party at your house I had to skip that and then we were supposed to go out for your birthday dinner tomorrow night or last night had to skip that so I'm just like (laughs) this first weekend of the holiday festivities has been a real has not been great well hopefully you got to keep up on or catch up on a lot of rest and a lot of sleep so that you do start feeling better and sometimes you just need those like recharge weekends to be like sorry can't do what I was supposed to do I need to hang out and do me yeah. So I spent, my DVR had really piled up <laughs> and I spent Friday and yesterday, like basically binge watching a bunch of that stuff. So I'm, nice. pretty, I'm pretty caught up. At least you opened up some room on your, t- on your DVR. You got to look at the plus side. I guess. Although I think YouTube TV, I don't even think they put like a limit on it. Oh, unlimited. Doesn't matter then. Cause it's all like cloud-based. It's not like yeah, it's not like, oh, you're running out of room. Hurry up yeah. and before it gets deleted. So I don't actually know if that's true, but I don't think there's a limit on YouTube TV, but I could be nice. wrong. But um, we are obviously back from Washington. I'm sad because this was supposed to be our first like episode. We were supposed to be like recording together again. I know. I like, I really haven't seen you in a long time. I know. Jeff was like, I are you so sad? the last time. Yeah, Jeff was like, because <laughs> Jeff knew I was like, he was like, you're going to be spending like the whole weekend with Steph. I was like, I know. And then now I'm like. I guess we're I'll not hanging out. I see you. <laughs> Try again next weekend. Oh, it supposed, happens. We're supposed to hang out, what, next Sunday? Yes. Hopefully that'll work. <laughs> Finger, fingers crossed. <laughs> but what is, um, I know, so you got back Tuesday? I got back Tuesday. Um, so early in the morning, worked Tuesday as soon as I got home. Um, and yeah, it's just been nice to be back. I had a couple like lazy days, my first couple days back, which was nice just to readjust to being home again. And then because how many days did you have back until Mr. Marvelous got back? I got back on a Tuesday morning. He got back on a, so two days. He got back on Thursday morning. Okay. So I had a couple days to myself and then finally saw him Thursday. And that was nice to see him because I hadn't seen him in a couple weeks. Yeah. And we were together Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I went home today. So, yeah. um, <laughs> and nice. like, and Vegas was like your birthday present kind of situation, right? Yeah. Like Vegas was such a big deal that I like made him promise, like, do not get me anything <laughs> for my yeah. birthday. Um, and he, and he like kept that promise because I really didn't want that to start. Like, because once that starts, it puts also puts pressure on me that I don't want to have to have on me either, like going the other way, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I love the experience thing. Like he did the experience thing. It was so much fun. It was so nice. He did so much. Um, and so then not to have like the pressure for him to have like another gift felt like 
fair. Like, I don't want another gift. Like you already did a lot. Yeah. No, Vegas so, is a lot. What, um, but what about Christmas? So that actually, that's been another thing that's like been on my mind, like mental note, like, oh my gosh, I have to talk first birthdays and Christmases in a new relationship is always like, I feel like kind of stressful. Yes. And so I've been thinking about it and I'm like, oh, like I'm probably gonna have to talk to him about Christmas. Cause I would hate for like him to buy me something. And then like me to be like, oh, I thought we weren't, you know? So it actually kind of came up in the car yesterday when we uh-huh. were heading back to my house yesterday. Um, it kind of got brought up and he's like, no, like, I'm really glad, like, we've kind of like agreed that neither one of us are really have to do the gift thing or blah, blah, blah. And, um, so we kind of had a conversation about that. And so I was like, okay, so we're both on the same page about Christmas then like, we're, we're good, not doing gifts. Like you are also good with that. Right. And he's like, no, like I'm good with that. Like, I actually really like that. And I'm like, yeah, like, we'll like plan some kind of like fun, not just dinner, but like fun thing activity to do. Like when I get back from Christmas here, like we'll celebrate together. We'll do something fun, some kind of activity or whatever. And like, it's those experiences that I love. And he's now saying that he loves too. So I'm happy that like, there's not this double standard of like, I don't want gifts, but he does. Or like, it's, we, it's different for us both. Like, I'm actually like really happy that we're both on the same page about that. And then it really just does take pressure off of everything as far as oh, no, not go. even like little gifts or anything like that. You guys are doing, I mean, that's what we agreed on. Don't make me feel like <laughs> I need to go buy a little gift. <laughs> no, I mean, no, everybody has a different situation. If that's what you guys agreed upon, that's what you guys agreed upon. So I am like so happy about it because I already am not a great gift giver anyway. So uh-huh. it just stress me out not knowing what to do. So it, it does make me feel a lot better knowing that pressure is off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like, cause he's going to be alone for Christmas this year for the first time in his entire life. So this yeah. is going to be his first Christmas without family. Like he's not going to go see his parents. They're not seeing him. He doesn't have any family here. Like first Christmas, like alone, alone. I feel so, so I, bad. I did too. So I was like, I feel bad. You're going to be alone. He's like, I'm going to be fine. Like Christmas lasts the day. Like I'll like play video games. I don't usually have a ton of time to play video games. Like I'll play video games that day or I'll watch basketball or whatever. And, um, I was like, okay, but I still feel like before I leave, I need to like set him up. Like I need to buy him like cinnamon rolls so he can make cinnamon rolls for breakfast, Christmas or something. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. So I'm like, I've been thinking about that where I don't really see that as a gift as much of just like a gesture. Like he's going to be alone for Christmas, at least like set him up with some like cute things so he can feel like more Christmassy than usual or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's so. sweet. Yeah. Um, what? Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jeff and I have definitely, I know. So last year we did full on gifts pretty much, I think for Christmas, but the year before we agreed, we, we went to Texas like a week before Christmas, we went to Texas for a week and um to go watch the Rams play the Cowboys and then so we spent a few days in Dallas and we went to Waco we spent a few days in um Austin like had agreed like that was like our gift yes so like when we do those kinds of things so it's I'm does Jeff keep his word like if you're like this is our gift we're going on vacation does he still buy you a present or does he keep his word Um, so we still, we still like to have, like, we still do like some, we put some stocking stuffers in our stockings, but like, that's just like candy and like just random little 
we both have like little things that we remember getting as kids when we were um little in our stockings so we like buy each other those things and stuff yeah like you know the little um like the candy plastic candy cane that's filled with like m&ms or so we both used to get those when we were kids so we did that or did you ever get the lifesaver book oh yeah my aunt every year would get like all everybody in my family lifesaver books yeah so my mom (laughs) would so same that jeff and i both always had those in our stockings so like those little things like so i just get random crap like that well that's cute and then i'll usually throw like a gift card in there like um like i think one year i got like a gift card for where he gets his hair to cut at or like some scratchers or something like that so and then so we'll do like little things but i mean not anything no big gifts for sure okay well that's a cute idea i feel like maybe i should like leave him a stocking too when I like I just feel bad that he's gonna be alone I'm like I feel like I need to like do something to make sure you have like something that feels like go get like a cute Christmas card at Target like write him a nice note and tell him like not don't to not to open it until Christmas and then just put like some goodies in there and stuff yeah nothing big like some candy scratcher like just cute just to be cute like it's not about yes. what's inside it's just like the gesture of and it. then I like I think the idea with the cinnamon rolls and stuff that's cute too yeah I like that idea too so I thought and that's like something that I can buy a few days ahead of time and it's <laughs> not gonna go bad either you know so yeah no I'm really I'm really excited I'm happy that we're both on the same page about that I'm happy we like discussed it because otherwise I would have spent all of December stressed about <laughs> what, what are we going to do for Christmas, you know? So I'm glad it came up and like, we are both on the same page and um, well, I, everything I think like it's that. not even just the like, what are we going to do? But it's also like, not saying like putting a limit, but like where one person doesn't go like yes. way overboard and make the other person feel uncomfortable, which I'm like guilty of like, Cause I can like start to, especially if I start shopping early, that's when I spend the most money. Yeah. You just because, get out of control because then I just keep going. Like I just keep buying more gifts and I'm like, Oh, what's this? I'm just going to keep going and going. And then I like, I'm wrapping gifts and I'm like, I bought too much stuff. <laughs> exactly. And even he said that, like, he was like, it's, you know, it's hard when you, when you have someone in your life that you do, like not even a relationship, like even if you have a certain friend where like exchanging gifts at Christmas time is like, the norm for you guys or whatever. He's like, you kind of like, see like, okay, this is like how much we do for each other. And then, you know, like that's the amount every year. So if you have somebody that does like a $300 gift or something, then you feel like you need to be spending $300 when you might not even have $300 to spend. So that, that is what I hate the most about Christmas is like the pressure that goes into gifts. Like if you could just buy gifts for who you wanted to buy for and stay within your means without any of that pressure of like, oh, they spend this much. So I need to spend this much then great. But that pressure exists and you can't really avoid it. So I think that's the part of Christmas that I always dread is is the, the pressure to keep the, to keep up kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. I, I felt that a lot, especially when I was younger, like with my, like my ex-husband, when we first were dating, Cause you're like, I don't know, you're young and you're stupid. And so you like, it's just, I'm glad I'm not in your position. (laughs) Well, but it seems like you guys have it all figured out. So that's good. Yeah, no, we do. And I'm glad it got brought up. So we were like, okay, now we for sure have it all figured out. We are good. Yeah. Anything else with Mr. Marvelous really? 
No, I mean, we just had a fun weekend. We, um, I saw on Thursday, then we went to a Ducks game on Friday night. We, he came to the party at my house Saturday. We went out for my birthday Saturday night and yeah, no, things are just going really good. And it's the holiday time, like I'm excited. We're going to go look at Christmas lights or something Friday night together. So that'll be cute and Christmassy. He knows I'm obsessed with Christmas. Like I am like and anything that's related to Christmas, like Christmas music, Christmas lights. We're going to do that one like, night this week too. I love it. Like it makes me so happy. And he has like, I remember one of the first things I asked him when I, like the first time I went over to his house, I was like, it might not have been the first time that might be weird. But early on, I was like, oh, so like, do you like decorate for Christmas? And he's like, um, like I have like kind of like a Charlie Brown tree, like kind of like a tiny little tree that I put up or whatever. And I'm like, oh, you don't like decorate though. And um, and he's like, no, not really. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. But he's a guy like, you guys don't. De- Jeff said normal. he only started buying an actual tree like two, maybe three years before we started dating. Oh, wow. So he was like in his late thirties by the time he actually started like trying to like decorate for Christmas. So give Mr. Marvelous a few years and maybe he'll have a full size tree. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he did have it up when I went to his house this week. I walked in. It was like the first thing I saw, like this tiny little tree. And I was like, oh, you put your tiny tree up. That's so cute. cute. <laughs> so cute. No, but, I mean, cute. are you finding um, like now that you guys are in more, you guys have been dating longer. I mean, obviously you guys are still in that like fun new stage, but it's like, yes especially this time of year being super busy, having those busy schedules. Are you finding it hard to like get that balance of like wanting to see that each other and spending time together, but also like making sure you get that alone time? I think I do. I struggle with this, like in life in general too. Um, like when life gets super busy, like on Sunday nights, I'll pull out my phone and I'll be like, okay, what do I have? Like every day this week. And I go through all my days and I'm like, okay, so tomorrow I have an appointment, da, 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 this Friday night, whatever. And if it's too much in one week where I feel like I'm never home, I don't have time to ride on my Peloton. I don't have time to sleep in my own bed. I don't have time to like grocery shop or like do normal people things because I'm never home. I do really stress myself out. And there have been weeks like that where I'm like I feel like I'm too busy like I feel like wanting to spend time with him and I do it doesn't feel like a like I have to spend time with him thing but like wanting to spend time with him but also you know wanting to spend time with my friends but also having obligations like you know the volunteer group that we're a part of and like meetings and everything that comes with that um just ever life like every anything you have in life it does get overwhelming so I have struggled a little bit with like the needing to balance all of that, but also needing alone time. Like it's, I think it's hard for me sometimes to say no to anyone or anything. Like I'm a very like, yes, I'll be there person. I definitely struggle saying no to things. And I even, um, I feel like this has been more, the needing time alone thing has been something definitely more as I've gotten older. Like when I was younger, I don't remember like feeling the need to be alone, but I also feel like that's just, I mean, I've changed where I felt like I was a way more extroverted person when I was younger, where I feel like I might be a little more of an introverted person now than I was. So I feel like there's just like that shift, I guess, as you get older, because I definitely find myself wanting more 
like I was, even though I was like pretty much alone the last two days, cause Jeff was doing other things while I was sick on the couch. Like I was like, Oh, I was kind of like looking forward to being sick at home. And well, he went out last night. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was kind of looking forward to being alone. <laughs> but No, I um, definitely like, he's like, when he tells me like, Oh, we're going like me and the guys are like going to go to Vegas or we're going like, we're going to get a cabin for the weekend or whatever. I'm like, sweet. Like, cool. I am. Like I love getting your own calendar. Like I love getting staycation. that like, scheduled alone time and stuff too. So where I feel like I never would have been like that 10, 15 years ago. And it's hard. Like sometimes when you do look at your calendar and, and you <clears> don't <throat> like, you don't know wh- when you're even going to get alone time or when you're even going to have time to do like stupid little things that you need to do, like clean out your closet or just random things like that. Like when you feel so overwhelmed with things to do, that you don't have time to do any of those other things. Like it can feel really overwhelming. And that's what I struggle with is I'm like, I am a yes person. Like I say yes to like almost everything. And I haven't Mm -hmm. always been like that either. Like I was when I was younger and then with my ex, I stopped being like that. And I said no to a lot of things. And now, you know, when I split with my ex, I was like, it's yes to everything because put yourself out there. You got to like, you know, like you spent the last however many years with your ex, like you're having to like rebuild your life. Like you can't really say no to things. Like you got to just do everything, you know? So, um, but no, it is, it's like, he doesn't live close either. Like he lives about without traffic, like 25 minutes away. So I have to factor in the fact that like commuting back and forth is an hour of my time too. Um, so sometimes like it does feel like overwhelming to like balance. And then, yeah, like I need to see you once a week, at least we have to do our thing, our podcast. And then I have other people in my life I want to see. So it is hard. And I think it gets easier. Like I think with MBM, I felt it's different because I didn't spend near as much time with MBM, but still it was like, okay, well, we were like working ourselves up to like the introductions with people. Like it was such a big deal with MBM talking about like when we're going to have this person meet or this person meet. And it was like such a big deal. And I was like, Oh, I guess this is what dating is, is like making a big deal about like when you're going to introduce your friends or your family or whatever, where like, it's come much more natural with Mr. Marvelous. It's just like, Oh, like you want to go to a ducks game with my friend and her boyfriend. Cool. Like, Oh, you want to come over? My friend's over and we're watching football. Sure. Like everything's happened in a much more normal way that like, as that continues to happen too, I think a lot of that stress of needing your alone time goes away because you're doing more together versus like him in one box and then you in one box. And then all like everything kind of just like blends together the more that you do. So I try to keep that in mind too. I will say too, even not that I'm like saying this is happening for you. Like tomorrow or anything but like when you move in (laughs) together it becomes even easier because like yes you still need that quality time and date nights and things like that but when you're living together you feel like you don't have to like go out of your way to spend as much time with them because you're with them all the time (laughs) it's funny like I even thought about that recently again not like I'm even considering we haven't even talked about it it's I would probably never consider that three months in with somebody anyways yeah but I was thinking about that I'm like okay like if this continues to go well like in the future like this would be temporary if things continue to go well like in the future you would be deciding where to move in together and then it takes a lot of the pressure out so it it is temporary when you date anyone you know but um no like I it is hard having multiple people in your life or even even if you don't have someone in your life that way 
but you have friends in a lot of different friend groups or whatever, like even balancing those relationships can be hard because if you're not, if all of your friends aren't in the same friend group and you can't just check everybody off in one weekend a month or whatever, like it's hard. It's like, you're constantly having to check in with this person and this person. And all of a sudden there goes every ounce of time you would have had for yourself. And it's hard to find that time sometimes. Well, that's why I always tell Jeff, like how much I love that him and his brother are like, not just brothers, but like, they're actually like friends. Like they're very close. Like they hang out a lot. And the fact that like his wife, Annie and me, like I consider her like one of my closest friends now, like Annie's like definitely like one of my like best friends. And so it's like, so nice. I love us being able to have these like people that are so for family events, we get to see them. We also just hang out like almost weekly. And it's just nice to have those like shared relationships where it's not like, oh, we're hanging out with my friend. We're hanging out with his friend. Like, exactly. It's just kind of nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So no other, other than, you know, like sometimes feeling like, ugh, I need more time to myself, which is not his fault. It's just my, me overbooking my schedule in general. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um, I'm guilty. Yeah, no, things are going well. He's he's a sweetie. He's a lot of fun. And yeah, Mr. Yay. Marvelous. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so do we have a pup date? <clears throat> um, not really. I'm trying to think of anything over the last week. I did on Thursday get some six-week old pictures. And they already, like, even in the one week since I saw them last when they were with Kylie... I felt like they already looked like bigger and stuff. They're so Oh my gosh. And there was definitely like still the same one that I like really like in picture. So if I like her and she's not picked, like I definitely think she's the one I want to take. She's like kind of one of the bigger ones. Okay. And she's uh, so freaking cute. But um, so yeah, so I got new picks and then I was like, oh my God, six weeks. I was like, that means I'm going in two weeks. Isn't that crazy? No, it's like happening so fast. I was just like, this is crazy. Like this whole process started like when I told you guys on the podcast for the first time was in the middle of June. That is nuts. Because it was for our anniversary, me and Jeff's anniversary where Jeff was like, all right, let's put the deposit down on the pup and let's get the pup. And then now it's here. Six months later and here here you are, you're going to have your pup. (laughs) So when I was like, oh my God, that's like in two weeks, I'm like starting to like panic. So I'm like, we, there's more things I still need to get for the trip. So I started like ordering some more stuff. Um, and then like Friday, I all of a sudden like started having, I was like researching something about traveling with dogs and I came across a website, which you just shouldn't overly Google things I've learned. Like it was like being on MD M, or med, what is it called? Web oh, WebMD. Where it's like, Laura, just stop Googling things. Like, so now I'm panicking that like, I'm not this airline because I had gotten like a, um, upgraded seating that you're not able to do upgraded seating with a dog. You have to do coach and all this stuff. Cause there's not the leg, the, not like the under seat room. And then I was seeing this thing where you have to have, um, a health form filled out by a vet to take with you. And I'm just like, Oh my God, well, I'm getting the dog like that morning. I'm not, and then I fly out at like four o'clock that afternoon. Like I don't have time to like go to a vet to get this filled out. And I'm like, do I need to have her go and get one filled out? Like, oh my God, what if she says like, she can't do that or something. And then, so I'm just like, and then I'm like, Laura, like this was all me, like sick on Friday, like afternoon after I'd gotten back from my COVID test, like having like a self meltdown. So then (laughs) I started, um, I went on 
because I think I'm flying United home. I went on their live. I was like, let me see if they have like a live chat with somebody I could talk to. So I went on live chat and I basically had to have them like talk me off the ledge. And I like confirmed everything. Like, this is what I have booked. This is like what I'm doing. Like, and everything from everything he said, I'm good to go. You are good. You will have your puppy home that night. I was pretty confident. I was like, I was researching all of this before I booked everything. So why would like, but it's just <laughs> you went like, down a rabbit hole. <clears throat> you do. I just like read one thing and it was just like enough to like stress me out and get me going down that whole rabbit hole. Oh so, my gosh. But then I was like, oh my God, but in two weeks. So I was like, I need to start looking at the weather. So then I like added like North Dakota and South Dakota to my weather app. And <laughs> This coming weekend, it's going to be like negative two or something. And I was like, oh no, if it's negative two when I'm there, I'm like, I don't even know what to wear. No, I don't have anything to wear. I was like, I know. Can I just put leggings under my leggings? Like, <laughs> do I just put leggings? Warm? <laughs> um, but like, let me look right now. Like, so <clears throat> today the high in Fargo was 32. It's snowing tomorrow. But, um, so three days before I get there, it's going to be 35 and sunny. I can handle thirties. Okay. Thirties. Yeah. It's cold, but I can do it. And you're only there in the daytime anyway. So, <laughs> or at least I mean, that the day that you're out about doing things, you know? Yeah. Like I land at, I think 11 o'clock that night and Kylie's picking me up and taking me straight to the airport. So I should be able to survive. You, you got this. I got this. <laughs> do we um, have any, um, updates on a name for the dude no, no the dude name. is a girl but it's dude as in doodle correct <laughs> um, and no updates you haven't like is there any name you've crossed off your list yet like no, no we're we over still that have our we just have our top three and we're just leaving it at that until you I see think, her until we get and... the dog oh I can't yeah, wait so... for you to have her I know I'm so excited and so but I did um officially I was bored on Wednesday or Thursday night while watching TV and I did officially make her Instagram page. How have you not told me? I need to I, I need to follow. I well I've just been busy. I've okay. So if you want to go follow on Instagram, it's currently our dude with no name, but it's dude D O O D and then the name will be updated once, once I, she has a name. Once she has a name and she has a like, and I can come up with some other Instagram name right now. It's just our dude with no name. I'm following now. I, I can't miss a single beat when you have that puppy. <laughs> I think I've already posted four photos. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, very, very exciting. Um, I'm already fading quick stuff. Oh no. Do you have get... any, do you have any pop culture for us? Pop to culture. So first of all, can we talk about the Spotify wrapped end of the year things that people yes. were posting this past week how cool was that uh, during my so I was so the Spotify rap stuff came out on Wednesday and I was in the office on Wednesday and during my lunch break I like don't get a chance to look at my phone too much while I'm working and during I was like during my lunch break I like I'm going through and I'm like reading my messages on Instagram and I'm just like I kind of had this like moment where I was like oh my god we are showing up in people's Spotify rap. Like that's freaking cool. So cool. 
I loved seeing everybody post those and it just like blew my mind that our podcast is showing up as like someone's top listened to podcast that year or in their top five podcasts that they've listened to and, all year. It's and like, you're seeing it next you know to many, like huge podcasts, huge podcasts. And do you know how many podcasts there are out there? Like a million billion podcasts and people are choosing to listen to wine over matter the most. Like that is the best feeling ever. It made me so happy. Yeah. I, I loved just had, it. Like, that was cool. like, I just had like such a moment where I was like, I remember I like texted Jeff and I had texted you too. And I was just like, okay, this is so freaking cool. Like we're showing up on people's Spotify wrapped. Like that is awesome. That, that was like the best part of my week last week. I'd say like December made Merry Christmas to us. Yeah, no, it was, (laughs) it was honestly so cool. I was, I was stoked with that information and I just, it was, it was definitely a pleasant surprise this week. It was. And then as far as like new things that we've watched on streaming services or whatever, Mm -hmm. I, so Hulu, there was a little bit of controversy this week because Hulu put out a documentary on the Astro world tragedy. So they put it out. Um, I happened to watch it that night, not because I was like dying to be a part of like the, you know, controversy of it or anything but like honestly when I turned on my Hulu it was like the very first thing they were advertising at the very top and I was Uh like oh and I do like watching like real life things like that like Dateline yep all of that so I watched it it was nothing you like haven't heard or seen any anyways like it was just a tragedy like you you can't say anything else again about it um and then the very next day I went on Twitter And what was trending the very next day was that Hulu had removed the documentary because of all this outlash um, from people. So So were people just pissed that they were trying to like, I guess like financial gains by. I didn't look into it too much, but that's what I'm guessing. Like I I'm guessing people are like, are you kidding me? Like this just happened a month ago and you're already putting out a documentary. Like you money hungry. Like you're like trying to, you know, make money off a tragedy. And I, and I was kind of confused because I'm like, well, when does the media not do that? Yeah. Like, like Dateline probably already had a documentary out about that, like, or 2020 or whatever, like yeah. all of those shows, anything that's relevant that has just happened, that's a big deal. There's always some kind of like quick documentary type episode that gets pushed out. So I didn't understand the but- difference between this and that's how all the documentaries are now too. Like all the Britney ones that were coming out as the case is happening. Like people just, and these are all like little independent documentaries half the time. Yes. And Hulu had to come out that next day when they pulled it and they pulled it, but they made a statement um, that was basically like, we, we did not rush to make a documentary. Like we didn't rush and put this together and put out a documentary like this was like a local news station in Houston, like their ABC or whatever it was that put this together, just like any other news station. Yeah. Like we see things like this all the time. So I'm like, was it a tragedy? Yes. Do I understand why people were up in arms about why there was a documentary? Not honestly, not necessarily. And maybe, maybe someone can DM us if they understood the the controversy more. Cause I just, I honestly don't, I don't see the difference between that coming out versus anything else that ever comes out when something bad happens. Like, I just yeah. don't understand the difference. Like that's, that's the culture of media. That's the culture of the world. People like 
want to know and want details and want to, you know, want more information. Um, so I just didn't fully understand the controversy. Um, I don't think there was like no no big revelation shared that like nobody ever knew. It was literally just like a recap of everything else that's already been shared about the controversy. I didn't, yeah. So I didn't fully understand the controversy. Maybe I should look into that a little bit more or someone can help us with that. But um, yeah, I do know there was a little bit of controversy over that. I saw this week that um, apparently he had, Travis Scott had offered to pay for like the funerals for all of the victims and like for sure over half, it was like most of them declined. They were like, no, we don't want a dime of your money. Any dime we're getting out of you is going to be through the court system basically. Wow. How awful. It's just an awful situation all around because all of those parents and families that lost their loved ones in that tragedy, it's awful. And then it's also awful for him because does anyone in their right mind think he set out to kill nine people at his show that night and have them like trampled to death or whatever? Like, I don't think so. Yeah. Do I think more could have been done to keep people safe? Yes. And that's what he's going to have to pay for you know and and anybody else involved is the fact that they prioritized everything else that went into the show and you know the whole like hype and out of controlness that Travis Scott fans have you know any Travis Scott show over like the safety and making sure that people like attend and have fun like in a safe way yeah so just sat all around yeah I didn't really watch much this week um I was gone a lot of the week and then once I was homesick I was catching up on shows the only new show I started yesterday was um I'm a big fan of Selling Sunset which the fourth season just came out on Netflix I think last week or the week before I love that show I'm assuming you've never watched it because you and I don't ever watch the same things (laughs) I do. I do know what the show is. Do I watch it religiously? No. Oh, it's so good. It's is like it such, really good. Yes. It's such an easy binge too. Cause it's just like the episodes are like the 25, 30 minute episodes. And okay. there's like every season had eight episodes until this season. This season has 10 episodes, but I remember I discovered it right when the third season came out and I binged all three seasons in like really quick. And then But yeah, I just love seeing also, like, I love, like, the stupid, petty, like, LA drama, but I also love seeing these, like, amazing, like, three, eight, $15 million houses that they're selling, so. Oh, I bet. It's probably amazing. But yeah, that's the only, I had, like, big plans of all these things I wanted to watch this week, but we've watched, like, because we had watched, like, Christmas Vacation one night. We did watch, we had to watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall for Jeff's podcast last week. So we just haven't been, I haven't been watching too much TV until I got sick. So not much, not much on my front. The only other one I was going to ask you about, and I haven't watched it yet, so I can't comment on it, but everybody and their mama seems to be watching it and commenting on it is Yellowstone. Never have watched it. Do you have have any interest? kind of because I get interested with all the hype but then at this point it's like now I'm so far behind like I hate that's like, how I feel always finding all these shows with seasons and seasons to watch but now we have it's either on Paramount or Peacock it has to be Peacock because I don't know yeah. Paramount 
So I have Peacock, which it's on. So I told Jeff, I was like, should we book? Cause it's actually one show that he would be like, we would both be interested in watching. So I don't know, maybe we'll start at some point. Cause everyone's like obsessed with it. Yes. It's like anybody you talk to that brings up a show, it's that show. Like I feel like left out that I haven't watched it, but I feel like I have so much to catch up on that. It's like, I know. I don't even really want to commit to that. What? I said, do I really want to commit to that? I know. And that's, that's kind of the same reason why I like, I dread going back and like doing Handmaid's Tale and things like that. I'm just like, I feel like I have so much to watch and catch up on. And Yellowstone's like on what, like the fourth season or something? I think it's third or fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. Part of me has FOMO for not watching it, but also I'm lazy and do I want to go back and watch yeah. all of that? <laughs> so do we need to watch it? Let us know you guys. If, I, I know a lot of you have probably seen it. If everybody else, well, I'm sure if anybody's it, so. watched it, they're very passionate about it and they're going to tell us why, tell us why, why should we watch it? Yeah. I want to know, like, is it just like, I need to know, is there like murder and affairs and like, I need to know the good stuff on what's, yeah. what's going to pull me in. Fill us in. Maybe we'll watch it with some good information from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is it time for the flavor? Th- oh, before we do that, I have one more thing. Pop culture. Okay. Did you see, well, I know you saw it cause I was in a group chat with you. That Adele is going to have a residency in Vegas. Yep. Weekends only. It's called Weekends with Adele. And we wanted to go until we found out the cost of tickets. It's crazy. So crazy. A thousand, like, it would, so basically, like, we felt like this was, we have, so me, Steph, and Taylor have our little group since once Steph, like, after she got divorced, we had our little group that we called, like, the DWC, the divorce wife, divorce wives club. And, um, then after we had Courtney on the podcast and we talked about divorce with her, we like dragged her in as an honorary member. And (laughs) we were like, why don't we try to do like a friend trip to Vegas and go see Adele for like a club divorce wife weekend in Vegas. (laughs) And then it's like, first it's like such a pain in the butt to even like try you have to like pick the date possible dates just to get on the wait list to be told when tickets were going to go on sale and then we found out like how much tickets were going to be and then we're like I don't think this is going to work out yeah <laughs> this is going to be really expensive I'm sure she'll have a Netflix documentary of it or something we can Maybe watch we'll just do a watch party <laughs> yeah um, yeah, so that would have been such a fun weekend, but my God, I'm not spending that kind of money to have that kind of weekend. So oh, yeah, because I was like already making like the mental note in my head, like, okay, what's gonna be the most I'd be willing to spend for this? And then that like blew it out of the water. So I was like, I guess it won't be that. <laughs> yeah, guess guess we won't be going. So but pass um, on that. Flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. All right. Hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is something I discovered a couple weeks ago up at my parents' house. I borrowed my sister. Like my eyebrows just looked like crap one day and I didn't have an eyebrow pencil or anything with me. And so I asked my sister if she had one and she's like, well, I don't have an eyebrow pencil, but I have this. And she gave it to me. And it looks like a mini little mascara bottle. 
Mm-hmm. but it's like for your brows so like it's tinted like a brown shade and it's yep. the glossier I think is how you say it boy yep. brows okay so I'm curious of the about this because I've used something similar um like NYX has one like I've used those mascara have you used a mascara style brow thing before Never. okay so you can't compare it I can't compare it. This is the first one I've used, but I'm obsessed. Because I'm wondering, because I'm like, do you know how much the Glossier one is? I think it's 20, I want to say. That's not too bad. I'm wondering if like, I need to know if it's, because I mean, okay, I could get a three or $4 one at Target, or is it worth ordering from Glossier online and dealing with that? I loved it. I don't have anything to compare it to, um, but it works so, it works so well, because I was like, looking at it like oh is this gonna make a mess like is there just gonna be like brown mascara stuff like that I have to clean off my face and like no the size of the brush is perfect like it goes on your brows only like there's no mess whatsoever and it's like I use the brown shade which I was worried might be like too dark for me but it's not it's like perfect Uh and I love it I think it's the best it stays on it doesn't rub off like it's $20 well spent that's the first did you buy it for yourself yet? Yes, I bought two so I could get the free shipping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bought two so I could get free shipping. And I really do, I really do love it. Like used hers while I was up there, but also bought mine while I was up there because I'm like, I need to use this because I have terrible eyebrows. I messed up my eyebrows in my early 20s so bad plucking them. Um, they just like once you mess up your eyebrows, like they don't grow back. Like you're just screwed. So I have like screwed eyebrows eyebrows too. Horrible. I got them microbladed for the first time last or January of this year. Was it, was it this January? I think it was this January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So about a year ago. So I'm I'm almost to that time where I need to get them like the fill on it. Like you're supposed to go like once a year to get a fill on it or whatever. And so I actually have that appointment booked for January. Um, and I'm still going to do it, but I still touch up my brows for certain things anyways. Like if you want a darker brow for something or whatever, and I really do love this. It's the first Glossier product I've ever bought. I've never bought anything else from them. And it really makes me want to try other things too. Uh, yeah, no, I tried the, some of their stuff for the first time I went to, they had like a little pop-up in Hollywood, um, that I stumbled upon a couple years ago now. And I've tried a couple of their products since then that I like love. So, so good. Yeah. Um, what, okay. I mean, nobody else can see this, but I'm still here. Are your brows right now? Do you have anything on your brows right now? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay. So I take my makeup off except for my brows last night. Oh, so I still have brows on. I was um, like, I can't I'm curious what, on. when I see you usually, do you always have something on your brows? Nope. Usually not. Oh, okay. Cause I feel like I'm curious. I still want to get my eyebrows microbladed so bad, but I always like, I just want to make sure it's worth it. It was, I felt like it was really worth it in the beginning. Like my eyebrows before, if you could see my eyebrows before they were so bad and I was so bad at filling them in too. Like they looked even worse filled in. Like it was just a lose, lose for me. So it looked really, really good. Um, when I first got them done, it does like fade after time. That's why you have to go back every year. So yeah. it's like that it's the end part of the year, like where they are fading. Yeah. But I also want to ask her to do them a little darker this time. Like they always start not too dark. Cause you, once you go super dark, you can't yeah. go back. 
Like it's yes. permanent, you know? So um, I do want to go a little bit darker, but not like this dark. Like I want to still be able to make them darker if I want to, you know, sure. like I want to be able to, to go more dark at home, but I knowing that I can't go less dark once they are dark already. Yeah. That was okay. a lot of eyebrow talk. <laughs> <laughs> what is your flavor of the week, Laura? My flavor of the week is um, it's a canned cocktail. Um, it's Cazadores tequilas, uh, 100% agave cocktails. They have three flavors. They have regular margarita, a spicy margarita, and a Paloma. Um, oh. I tried two of the three flavors last weekend. These were, um, so Annie had just given me one can of each. She had given me like a spicy margarita and a Paloma like months ago, and they've been in my fridge. And because I'm just not a big fan of canned cocktails, because I always think they taste like crap, I just haven't been motivated to try them. And I ended up throwing them in the ice chest when we went to a friend's party last Saturday. And um, I tried them both and they were delicious. Really? So, so good. The Paloma and the spicy margarita were so good. I just poured them over ice and like had them in my little Yeti cup. And, um, I actually really liked both of them. So I looked for them, um, at the grocery store this week, they come in four packs. They're around like that $12 mark. Um, I only saw regular margarita, but now I'm like, I really just liked the spicy margarita and the Paloma. So that's like what my radar is going to be out looking for. That's so funny. Mr. Marvelous always has the, um, Paloma ones in his fridge. And he, from so Casadores. Yes. So, but not for him. Like he doesn't drink them. It's one of his friends, like his friend that comes over and watches football all the time is obsessed with the Paloma ones. Like he always brings them over. And so he always gets stuck with like the leftover of them. And he doesn't drink, Mr. Marvelous doesn't drink a lot. Like he's not just going to crack open a drink every night. So they just sit there until his friend comes back, you know, but I'm like, now I feel like I need to try one now that I know they're so good. Cause I'm the same as you. I'm like the idea of canned cocktails to me is just like not good. And I think it's cause they're like, they're just the hundred percent agave. So they're not like artificial. artificial, Yeah. Problem is, is I don't know like the calorie count or any of that on them. So that I'm not sure because I only was just given the can. I haven't looked at the box or anything. So, well, with the I, new WW, you heard, you heard that fun calories don't count, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing WW if the fun <laughs> calories didn't count. Come, come to us for all the good advice. Yes. <laughs> so from those two flavors I tried, I was like, oh my god, these are so good. I will be a hundred percent buying these again. Oh, I definitely want to try them. Yeah, they're really good. So sounds the good. Casadores tequila agave cocktails. Delish. So um, all right. Well, thank you guys for bearing with us this week on this episode. I I'm like determined not to miss episodes. So it's like as much as I didn't want to record today. I'm glad we did. <laughs> I'm glad too. But um, yeah, if you haven't come join our Facebook group, Club Wine Over Matter. Um, you can find links to all of our socials and our flavor of the weeks that we mentioned um, in the details of our episode. Um, if you listen on Apple or if you have an iTunes account, please go give us a five-star rate and review. We love it. We appreciate it. It helps us out so much. Um, please also give us a follow on Instagram at wine over matter pod. You can also follow me, Laura at crunches before brunches and Steph at authentically Steph. 
Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.